listen harder. Hi, I'm Tanya. This is Brandy. And you're listening to Listen, listen Harder. harder. If you've been listening to previous episodes, we always stopped at listen, but we've added harder. Partly because there's no domain names out there for it, uh, but also because this is what it should have included. Exactly. Yeah, it just kind of, it felt right, and we went with it, and it was, all the domains were available, so that's a sign from the universe. <laughs> yeah, that it should be called Listen Harder. Yes. <laughs> um, and it made so much sense. Yeah. Because really, in the end, we're talking about listening, but really, we're talking about listening to your heart. Yeah, and listening with your heart as with well. Heart. Yeah, to and definitely uh, just bringing the heart of the matter into most, if not everything. Yeah, yeah, in your life, it should it should be a part of all the decision making. So it's kind of like if you were if you were getting a group together to plan a trip, and like you didn't include someone who. You even include the guide that's going to do the guiding on your trip. And you're like, yeah, we got it all figured out, right? And then you go out and the guide has no idea. So, yeah, your heart should be part of this conversation always. Yes, definitely. Uh, which is interesting, too, because we've talked about um, how much should your heart be a part of the conversation? Is it is there is there such a thing as having your heart guide you too much? Uh, my dad always used to say I always ask my mom for advice and she said always follow your heart and then when I asked my dad for advice he would say always use your head so I grew up very confused <laughs> this new knowledge view for me has just made so much sense about you <laughs> that's literally the advice they gave me and I found this quote one time that said Always follow your heart, but take your head with you. Mm. And I was like, all right, I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to me, it's like putting bringing sunblock. I need the sunblock. Actually, uh, side note, everyone should wear sunblock. But yeah. you need that when you're, you're out in the sun, but you need your body there first. So that's the first thing. And then sunblock. Because it's important. To protect that body, <laughs> it is important. I I will follow your advice. I've been very bad about that in recent years. Well, it's because you can be it, without. Technically, you can't be, but it's not. You're not going to go home that day with like blisters and red skin that's painful like I would. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, you I can know. get away with it a little bit more. But yeah, as older, I get more the sun. Damages apparent. I'm like, darn it. <laughs> Everyone was right. <laughs> Should have stayed out of the sun. Um, but that, it's, it's interesting because, uh, I think up till recently, I sort of had it in my brain that the heart and mind, uh, were in conflict with each other. And so it was like an either or situation. It was either you're listening to your heart or your mind, but they were always on opposite sides. So it's kind of like those movies where there's a puppy and two people, they split apart and they're like, come here, come here. And they're trying to get like the dog to go to it. And so I think I always kind of thought of the heart and mind that way. But then it dawned on me recently. I was like, oh, what if the mind has a role and the heart has a role and they work together with those roles. But a lot of times, they confuse their roles 
and they get in each other's way sometimes of, of completing what they should be doing. So if you put your mind in the path of the heart, you know, it's kind of like lanes. It's like stay in your lane. You don't need to pull in front of me and stop me from going as fast as I want to go or whatever. So they, it's finding that how do they work in conjunction with each other? Not which one should I focus on? Yeah, definitely. And that's so confusing so often because, um, yeah, like for, for me anyway, a lot of times, uh, if I'm listening to my heart or my heart tells me something, it's not always rational. And so my brain wants to make it rational and break it down into like why it doesn't make sense and why I shouldn't do these this thing that my heart says I should do and all of the ways that I could be embarrassed or this could happen or this could happen. And, you know, it's like it goes into a million different scenarios and then sometimes it can keep you from like doing the thing that you your heart's telling you you want to do. And then also sometimes it's, you can confuse the two because sometimes, sometimes the mind is, uh, not rational as well. You know, it can just, it can make a split decision very easily. And then you, and then you're not sure. And then you're like, wait, which one is telling me which? Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. And then you have, you know, your gut, which is completely. Is it separate? I feel Um, like your gut is. Is the a voice box of your heart? I don't think it could be the mind too, right? Mm. What is the gut? That's what. That's what I. My dad calls it his guts. <laughs> what do you think? I listen to my guts. <laughs> you know, maybe yeah, guts is I think maybe a physical response of either the mind or the heart or both. Yeah, because I think a lot of times your gut feeling is a response to neural connections that aren't obvious to you or are in your subconscious and so your guts uh, I've read this somewhere that the gut feeling is actually logical but the logic isn't apparent to us for whatever it's like hopping different sides of the brain I could be completely wrong but made sense to me at the time uh so I, I went with it but when something happens it's it's hopping from one side of the brain to the other and you don't know why you're missing that communication, but your gut's not. And so your gut's like, no, this is a bad situation. Or really, usually that's when the gut comes in, right? Yeah. <laughs> like it's a warning. Mm-hmm. Um, but not always. Sometimes it's like, yeah, do this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think, it, but also it could be feeding the heart's information. I think so. I also read this, and this could be completely wrong as well, but I'm just going to put it out there, too, that your heart does have um, neurological wiring. Mm. So you can actually think with your heart. Like, that's possible, which is so interesting and fascinating to me. Uh, But, yeah, the gut could be definitely a little bit of both. It's just interesting. And then also to go even deeper down the rabbit hole here, who are we? (laughs) Who are we in all of this? 
who's the observer? Like what? Like we're the road. Yeah, like we're <laughs> we're like I'm. You know, and I'm. I think about this all the time. Like my whole life. You know, it's so easy to go down like these rabbit holes of like figuring that out but it's just okay like a lot of people are like I'm the observer right but you can observe yourself observing so it's like what 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 is the what is my voice is that isn't that the ultimate question like following follow my heart I listen to my mind I listen to my gut but who, who am I in all of this yeah <laughs> A piece of it all? I don't know. I don't have a... Of course. No, yeah. no one has the answer. No one has it. But it's just All of it? You could be all of it. Maybe. Or none of it? Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I feel a part of it all. Yeah. But... Sorry, listeners. <laughs> we're trying to figure out something really big right now. So <laughs> and we're not going to figure it out. No, Let's put it out there that uh, nothing we ever talk about will we ever figure out, probably. Um, and likely we might think it now, and then a couple episodes down the road we'll be like, "Oops!" Uh, so yeah. maybe this actually. Yeah. The point is, we're always evaluating and never. Um, exactly exactly but yeah um like i've i've come across a lot of people in my life who um have told me it's bad to follow to follow your heart or listen to your heart like it's uh i think it gets a bad rep like it's um it's like it's seen as emotionally emotional based and like not logical at all and that you know it's completely um not instinctual but uh impulsive like impulsive is the word that like i think a lot of people use for following your heart and i have to say i disagree um in my experience a lot of times my heart when it speaks to me is very quiet i've told you that before it's quiet and it gets lost in like a lot of the other noise and then um and then i kind of like take a long long time to figure out what it's really trying to say to me and I think like the more practice you get with doing that the easier it is to kind of listen to your heart and what it really wants and I also think sometimes it's hard because the heart tells you to do something that you might necessarily not want to do or you know feel ready to do um but the heart never really cares if you're ready it's (laughs) it just kind of like it kind of knows uh but for me it's very important to listen to what my heart is saying because i am very heart-based as a person and i think it's just knowing yourself and and who you are and what works for you i don't think there's like one right or wrong but for me i felt more heart-based i don't know you know if that's true for everyone um, I think it should be the goal of everyone. And just speaking from observation, from knowing you and watching how your heart leads you and seeing that is super inspiring because to me, the heart speaks a different language and I don't understand it yet. I haven't been able to hear my heart and what it wants um, or what it's trying to tell me. But I've watched you and it's, Amazing. Any t- and and I've looked back an- anecdotally, anecdotally, <laughs> anecdotally in my life, and 
I know the moments where I followed my heart and it never leads you the wrong way to following mm-hmm. your heart. And those ways aren't apparent. So that's the problem is, is people are like, it's irrational. It's, it's irrational because they don't understand it. It doesn't mean it's irrational. It just means they don't understand it yet. They haven't, they don't understand the heart. They haven't been able to apply a logic to it, but it doesn't mean there's not a logic to it. It just means they don't see it. And anytime that you fall and followed your heart, it has led you to a place you could have never gotten there if you didn't follow it or if you blocked it with your brain. Your brain tries to make the best decisions for you, but the heart knows the best decisions for you. And so many times that's when I think the lanes cross is when the brain is like, no, I know what's right. And usually sometimes that is a fear, like I'm afraid or I don't see the brain's like, I don't see how that could be good. But the heart's like just saying, no, trust it will be. Don't worry. And I think everyone's like, oh God, how do I trust this unknown thing? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That when you were, when you were talking, that's what, that's what like occurred to me a lot is that I think as people were visual and, um, with the mind, you can visualize an outcome and, or a goal or anything like that. And you have that, you have that visualization in your mind. And so it makes sense to you to move forward with that because you're like, oh, this is where I'm going. And I feel safe going there because I know where I'm going. And with the heart, it's like, I'm not going to tell you where we're going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm never going to tell you where we're going. And sometimes the heart's saying, walk through this fire. And you're like, what? You want me to what? <laughs> that sounds terrible. And the heart's like, it will be, but it's necessary. Yeah. I know. It's, it's, it's very difficult. It's like, uh, it's like, um, when you go to the doctor and you're like terrified and you know, you have to have a shot, like when you're a kid and you're just like, I don't want this, but like, it's, it's going to be good for you. Yeah. Like you should have it. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> this is horrible. I know that's like a weird, uh, uh, way to like look at it, but yeah, definitely the heart never tells you where you're going. But also we've talked about this before in past podcasts where, um, the surprise is the best part. Is mm-hmm. it not like, I, I mean, I think it's cool, I guess, if you can visualize your whole entire life and make things happen. That's fun as well. Um, and you could be like, I want to do this and have a very specific thing and then do it. And I'm also not trying to say goals are bad because, like, you know, of course, we all have goals and it's good to visualize things and work towards them. But, like, the best things for me in my life have been surprises. Yeah. And And I think that's one thing we were talking about earlier is, uh, how, how do you follow your heart? Like, cause it sounds, I want to say esoteric, but I don't think that's the word. It sounds, um, it's not a concrete way of telling, like, what does that mean? No one can really take that and like, do some sort of applicable step, you know? Like, if you want to lose weight, you eat this. You know, you work out. If you want to, like, these things are actionable things, but following your heart is such a, Okay, cool, but like how? And that is a good question. <laughs> it is a good question. And probably the answer is different for everyone because like I don't like I probably everyone's heart speaks a different language. 
which is so cool, which is why everyone loves differently. You mm. know, it's your, and like, that's where I probably the phrase like love language comes from. Like, you know, that book, it's really good. And there's like five love languages in it, but I'm sure there's, there's more, so many more. He, he or she, I forgot who wrote it, yeah. limited themselves. Yeah. I mean, it's a good place. It's a good place to start to start thinking about it in like a different way, but we all, like our our the way we love is like our great artistic endeavor like ultimately it's our imprint and our on, biggest gift yeah it's to our, other people exactly it's our imprint on the world it's what we leave it's the only thing we leave behind really um uh and it's so our languages are all different and i think um i think like it just comes from listening like that you know finding what it is in your body it's um like uh i think you gave me some tips earlier um what are you how do you love so kind of thinking of that um what do you visualize and fantasize in your life what are your dreams and then you know you can kind of hear the voice so to me i am I think about it when I teach swing dancing and I do swing dancing, um, both. And it was always really kind of difficult for me to describe, um, connecting with your partner or finding mm-hmm. that, that connection. And, um, I always kind of akin it to, or just that moment in the dance when you're, you're both feeding off of each other. You're both like, basically breathing together your one mind and you're creating this thing. And I was like, how do I describe this to people? Because it's really weird and, and I don't know how to tell people to do it. And I always thought about it like when you stand on one foot and you're trying to find balance. And the first time you do it, you immediately like fall out. And then you try to do it again and you feel it for a second. And then you fall out again. But because you felt it for that second, you now know what to look for. Mm. And so then the next time you do it, you are more like attuned to what that feels like. So you're like, oh, there it is. And it takes practice and time to start honing in on what it feels like to be in balance. And, and then after a while, once you feel that, you can get there much more quickly and you can stay there. But you will always eventually fall out of it again, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just, I want to say that's similar to finding the voice of your heart. If you've never listened for it, you know, it's, it's hard to identify where it is and what it's saying. But if you practice enough, if you're like, oh, I heard it there. Now you can kind of start, where else do I hear it? How else is it trying to tell me? How do I know when it's right? How do I know when I'm following my heart? Or I know what my heart wants, regardless of what my brain wants. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And then also checking in. Yeah, checking in with the brain too to make sure, like sometimes, like what it has to say is valuable. Um, and knowing, like, knowing when it's uh just uh your survival mechanism, because like we all develop our own survival mechanisms. Uh throughout our lives and you know they're great they serve us well but there comes a time to kind of like look like reevaluate and see if your survival mechanisms are in fact helping you anymore because you needed them at one time but you may not need them anymore so it's like uh always good to keep checking in and like maybe it's time to shed some of those things and uh 
um, just kind of check in with your heart and listen. Yeah. And like you said, um, just kind of noticing when you did listen and remember what it felt like, what that feeling felt like. And then you can, you can notice it again and again and again and again, and then kind of like tap into it more. But I definitely think it's a practice that's never going to end. Like it's not something that you're just like, Oh, I'm, I figured it out. Like it's something that's like, who says it only has one language too? Like maybe it spoke to you before. Yeah. And you heard it and you listened, but now it's speaking to you, but it's like, Hey, this is what I sound like now. It's not, I mean, it's, I think that's the, the fun of being a human though is like getting to, you get to be alive. You get to be in this body that you're in and you have so many worlds inside of you. And it's so fun to connect to other people. Because other people help you learn parts of yourself. You help other people learn parts of themselves. But also, like, we can't forget that connection happens within ourselves as well. And I feel like, you know, just the more and more we get quiet and and make space to leave room for our heart to speak to us, the more that it will and we'll hear it. And then it'll feel really good to do the things that you choose to do because you'll know that you're really like feeling alive and and you're really honoring like who you are and your body and so many things I don't know it just feels good yeah and I think I want to clarify I think earlier I said the heart always knows the best for you what's best for you and that's because the heart is always trying to advocate for you mm. it is what you it is what you want and what's best for you. Like it can't not be because that's what it is. And so that's why I think like it's always going to try to lead you in a place that's serving you because it's all it wants to do is serve you. And something Tanya brought up to me um, when we weren't recording. <laughs> and uh, if you go back in your past and you look at times, you know there's a time where you're like, I didn't follow my heart. And you know the exact moment you're like, God, if I would have, I wouldn't be in this situation. I know I wouldn't have. I know I wouldn't have spent all this time there. And don't worry. You find lessons and grow from everything. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. Um, but it's a way to think about, oh, I heard my heart then and I ignored it. Mm -hmm. And then I got in this situation and what would have happened if I would have listened to it? Mm -hmm. But I do think, um, yeah, definitely ignoring the heart is part of following the heart because you have to ignore it to, to know that you heard it correctly. You know, it's part of like, it's a part of knowing it. It's a part of the dance, you and the heart. And maybe, maybe that's who we are. Maybe we are the heart. Like, mm, yeah. you know, like maybe, maybe that's the answer. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Um, I know that it's possible to feel other people's hearts. That's a cool thing. Like you can definitely be connected to someone and know their heart. And, you know, you hear that saying all the time, like they have a good heart. Like they're, they're kind hearted. Like you can know people's hearts. And if you know someone's heart, then don't you know them? Yeah. I think, yeah. 
Definitely. Yeah, I think so too. So I think it's just, so we are the heart. I think we solved it, friends. <laughs> we are the heart. <laughs> I think so. I, I really do. I think uh, we are the heart. And, you know, when there's, when the heart stops beating, then we are no more. Right. <laughs> we just got into my existential, I don't know how to pronounce that word right, but, uh, yeah. anxiety. But yeah. But yeah. I think we go on beyond that. I don't think the heart is the beating thing in us. Do you? What do you mean? Like, you said when our heart stops beating. Yeah. But, like, that's assuming the heart's the heart that we've called the heart. I think I don't think that's the part that we're talking about. No, it's not. (laughs) Definitely not. Not we're not the organ of the heart for sure. But I do think it's like one of those universal nods. It's because it's where it feels like it's coming from. You feel it in your chest. It's like what is it? Your solar plexus? Is that what that is? I think this is the. I think this is the solar plexus. I could be wrong, but yeah. And like if you look at. If you look back at a lot of like art from like the Renaissance and like different times, they always have like the, they have like the sacred heart and like different different things that you know come like it's there's evidence if you look for it that we are the heart and you know the the heart is what matters like you know it's logic is great and it serves its purpose and it's helped us and I'm also. I don't know that there is a difference between logic and heart. Like, cause like you said before, the heart has its own logic. It's just that like sometimes the mind can't wrap itself around the logic of the heart because I think it can see more and know more than, than we're able to see or know. So that's why trust is so important. Uh, and it's, it's hard. I mean, it's it's hard to have trust in things that you're afraid of. And I think that's why as humans we chase those thrills. It's because we know that that's what we're meant to do. We know that we're meant to kind of completely trust and follow and allow ourselves to be and become who we are. But it's scary. So there's so many like thrill seekers, different, we do all those things. I think it's practice. You know, as a way to feel the way that we want to feel all the time. And the more and more we practice that, the more and more we can live our life in that way. Yeah. I'm um, wondering because I am a little bit of a trail seeker. And I don't know what why yet. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, but it does. Basically, I think it's because... I think that um, as a human, we should all try to find our edge and live on that edge. Mm-hmm. And uh, you only know that edge if you actually, like, sometimes fall over or go to, like, as far to the edge. Like, like, you don't know you've gotten to the edge. A lot of times people stop before they get there. So I think I've always just tried to find my edge and, like, exist there. And I don't know how skilled thrill seeking gets there, but I feel like I need to go there because I want the experiences. I want the, uh, adrenaline. I want to know that part of me and I know it's at the edge. Yeah. I think that's, there's something about overcoming 
that fear because it's not done without fear for me. God, it's not done without fear. I was so terrified. I don't, it's terrifying. It's, it's interesting to do something that's terrifying and do it anyways. Yeah. It's, it's coming to know your own power. It's, uh, it's knowing that I think, uh, a lot of people's biggest fear is not, it's not that they're not capable, it's that they are, you know, and like with that comes so much responsibility. It's like, it's like, okay, maybe I can do all these things. What does that mean? Like, what does it mean? What does it mean to me if I know that I can do all of these things and I'm not? Yeah. And, and going to your edge doesn't mean, you know, putting your life at risk and doing thrill seeking. It doesn't mean everyone has to bungee jump or whatever that thing is. Um, but I think it's knowing what you want in life and going towards it as much as you can. Yeah. And not stopping short of it. Cause to me, living that life is what makes me feel like I'm living more of a fulfilled life, at least for now. So I figure out more about myself, but that's part of finding it. It's, I guess it's maybe finding you and yourself more. Yeah. And I also, I, I want to add to like, I think that, um, a lot of times, like, I think, most people know what's in their heart for the most part. They know, they know kind of what they've always wanted. And for whatever reasons, different things have come into their life that has told them like they either can't do this or, or it's not, um, acceptable by society or, I have obligations to this. There's so many reasons why, why in someone's mind, they'll rationalize why they can't have the thing in their heart. So they start to muffle out the sound of their heart. They don't want to hear it because it hurts because they know that they're not doing the thing or they're not being who they need to be or who they want or who they feel in their soul. And so then you, kind of stop hearing it maybe after a while and I just I don't know if <laughs> who's listening to this <laughs> but if you're listening to this right now and there's something you're ignoring in yourself please stop ignoring it and listen to it you are capable of doing anything you want you deserve your heart to be happy you deserve whatever freaking dream is in there to come true everyone deserves that there's no one person that deserves that more than another maybe your heart wants something very simple it doesn't have to be this crazy thing whatever it is please listen to it and allow yourself the trust and the belief that you can do it because I promise you, this is like, I know I don't know anything, but I do know this. You deserve the life that lives in your heart. That's it. 
Thanks for listening to this.